So this is episode six, and this is the second time that I have recorded this episode because the first time my AirPods uh, basically recorded static the entire time. So luckily I listened to it, <laughs> otherwise I'd never have known and you guys would all have been wondering what the hell is going on. Uh, so let's hope that I can remember what I said and uh, let's kick things off. So episode six, I'm coming at you from New York. I'm back in a WeWork in Long Island City in a privacy booth. Hopefully you can't hear the fan that's whirring above my head. Uh, that would be slightly annoying. Um, but yeah, so last time we were talking about you know how accelerators seem to be increasing the gender equity funding gap from 2.1 times if you hadn't gone through an accelerator to 2.6 times if you had. Um, that is that's just crazy, and I'm really going to try to figure out what that why that is and what I can try and do to support that and then or to change that. And then I was working on my pitch deck for the city spark competition well very excited to say that i have now submitted that so that's one less thing to do but that really was a you know that was a a startup tension if you will because i was doing it whilst we were on holiday so my husband and i you know trying to have some quality downtime and i, I don't want to interfere with his holiday like he works far too hard to not get that and so that then meant that I was recording it or, or writing it, I should say at like crazy o'clock um but it was it was worth it and so at the end it was due Friday at 1 p.m UK um but we were in Memphis so that was six hours early and I was just like well I can't really finish it at eight in the morning like that that's just too late so I finished it the night before I started recording so it was a video pitch I started recording it about midnight um not factoring in there would suddenly be a load of really loud trains going past and then boy races just going round and round and round the block and it got to the point where I realized it's like a three minute time between when they sort of leave earshot to when they come back in earshot and that's how long the pitch was so if I mucked up a recording or an element, I had to wait and then they'd come back again. But, you know, fun and games. Uh, originally, I planned to record it in Loom and I did download Loom and it seemed like a great tool, but I needed my notes as well. And it seemed like it was recording the entire screen. And so what I didn't want is for, you know, either my entire screen, desktop notes and everything to be recorded or for me not to be able to have that. So. I actually ended up using Canva and I didn't realize that they had this recording mechanism. You know, it was like needs must. I was like, I need to come up with a solution. Um, and so, yeah, so I haven't been using Canva for very long. I think I mentioned last time that for my pitch deck, it's the first time. But really, really impressed. So the fact that you could even do that was amazing. It was a lifesaver. So what happened is... Um, you know, they, they put like a little roundel of you speaking on the deck and it appears in the bottom left hand corner. I don't know if you can move that. I'll need to have a look and see if you can change that. But I just ended up uh, redesigning the slides, which, you know, obviously took a little bit of time, but it's like much, much easier than playing around with tech, especially at midnight. Um, so I just moved things around a bit and 
you know, and it works. And yeah, like I said, I was like really impressed. Um, you can also then like they host that video for you. So if you want to send somebody a link to watch it later, you can. You can download it as well, which is what I did. Um, but yeah, so that that all worked really well. And you can have the notes there. It, you know, obviously, I'm not looking at the camera for the entire time, which was, you know, not ideal, but it wasn't too bad. I'd say I'd give, given everything, I would give myself a seven out of 10 for it. You know, I'm, I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm, I'm happy with what I submitted. Was it perfect? No, it wasn't. But it was my first one. And so I'm trying to be kind and recognize that it's still a big step in the right direction. So I think for the competition, which like, so that was for the end of the semifinals. And then you find out if you get through to the finals. Uh, I think they're reviewing them all tomorrow. So that will be Friday the 6th, I believe. And then after that, I'll know, you know, what's what. But there are loads of really established startups in it. And so I don't imagine that I've got too much of a chance. But I'm going to think positively. And if nothing else, it was a good forcing mechanism to really help solidify you know where I wanted to take the knowledge shop what my point of difference was going to be what my competitive advantage was going to be and that's really around helping the founders unlock themselves and and get out of their own way you know they're just all all of these tools and resources mean nothing if you don't if you just don't have the support and the mental capacity, and I don't mean that in a bad way, because I'm really talking about myself when I'm saying this, but like if you just don't have the confidence or the right attitude to use them and to absorb them, it's you know because you know what you've got to do, but you're just afraid or you get lost and overwhelmed or you're just like, no, I've got all of the answers. I don't need to listen to everything else. But then that just shuts off all these different angles or, you know, opportunities that you could explore and so that's really what I'm trying to solve for with the knowledge shop is like giving people yes the skills like the tactical skills but also the emotional skills and the confidence to to unlock and to really fulfill their their potential so that was a fantastic reason in itself for doing the pitch deck um I I've been going back and forth around whether or not to share it with everybody because you know, it's quite a personal thing. And I'm not an expert in writing pitch decks. Like I, I, I'm still figuring out what I want the knowledge shop to be. And so it's really hard when you've got a finished product. It's so much easier to say like, this is exactly what I'm going to be doing. And like, there's, you know, it's fine tuned, and it's had an expert designer. And, you know, it is something that you're proud of. And like I say, like seven out of 10, I am proud of it. But it's not amazing. And you know, so I was sort of going back and forth about whether I put it out there. And also, you know, concerns about, well, does that mean that I then become, like, my company's at a disadvantage because I've sort of shared what my future plans are? Um, and then I was like, well, come on, Victoria. Like, you've, you've been looking at Airbnb. You've been looking at Uber. You've been looking at, like, all of these different pitch decks that are out there they're all in the public domain. And yet has that hindered them? No, it hasn't. So why on earth should you be concerned about, you know, somebody thinking about, you know, the knowledge shop, like nobody is going to even know at this point who the knowledge shop is. 
Um, so get, get over yourself, frankly. So this is like a little pep talk to me. So as soon as the competition finishes, and unless there's any reason why I can't publish it, I will publish it. And I would love to know your thoughts. And hopefully it helps. Um, but if nothing else, you know, maybe it will just communicate a bit more about what I'm doing. It will definitely be far more succinct because it's doing it in a three-minute manner as opposed to several 20-minute rambling podcasts. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So I'll, I'll let you know as soon as it's available. Um, I'll post it on LinkedIn. Um, probably put a, a link on Twitter or something too so people can find it. But yeah, so that's that's my thoughts around around the pitch deck. And then the deep dive for this week really then is a, is a continuation of that. It's like, okay, well, this is my vision. Now, how do I finish the prototype? How do I build out the MVP? So again, I was really struggling just in my own way again so it's like what if I include this what if I include that like what if I don't include this what if I don't include that and worrying about you know is it going to be good enough the perfectionism like all of these like voices in your head I just get so tired of um I'm sure you know exactly what I mean but like I just oh god just shut up um Anyway, so I was going back and forth with all of those. And because I then had like a clearer idea following the pitch deck of like what I wanted to build for the knowledge shop, I then I broke it down into like, okay, well, this is my product roadmap. This is where I think the most important piece is going to be. If I think the psychological support is critical, that has to be phase one. And how can I make that? How can I prove out that hypothesis? And so my phase one is going to revolve around um, building like an SMS, daily touch base system um, where I'm, I'm going to be, I think, looking for about 20 people to trial it. So if anybody's interested in joining that phase one trial, like let me know. Um, and I'm going to update the website, the knowledge.shop website too, to reflect this. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be like a daily check-in to sort of take the onus off the individual because like I say when you're stuck in a rut or you're scared or you're overwhelmed like the last thing you can sometimes think of is asking for help or knowing where to turn to or even having the capacity to do that so we're going to do that i'm gonna send out daily messages to everybody to ask you how you're feeling like maybe on a scale of one to ten or like what what's word, what word is coming to mind you know are you scared are you overwhelmed are you really happy are you feeling like really flow state fantastic and then based on what you say send relevant resources to you which hopefully will just help keep you going either reinforce that what you're doing is you know the right thing you know so you can stay in flow or if you are feeling lost like let's try and help get you back on track if you're feeling you know scared let's try and boost you or if you're demotivated or whatever so let's try and support that mental piece let's give you some practical tools to keep you going and um and see what what happens there so that's my thinking but i also i'd really like to have some sort of physical component to this as well um now whether it's like the mvp or like a fast follow i don't know you tell me but i'm a i'm a real believer in if it's in your like eyesight if you bump into if it has that stumble upon factor and you keep stumbling upon it you're much more likely to do it you know you're much more likely to have a habit of it I guess the phone equivalent is like when you get a notification or like apps alert you well 
I have all of mine turned off because they drive me insane. But if it's just something there, then I think you're more likely to do it. So an example would be, I have an exercise bike in our flat, in our apartment. And because it's in the middle of our sitting room, because we only have a one bedroom apartment, it's there, I can't miss it. So I'm always thinking, oh, I should probably do that. And it just makes it so much easier for me to go, yep, yeah, actually, I'm going to jump on that now. Whereas I used to do yoga and Pilates, and I always had the mat laid out in our home. But when COVID hit, I rolled it up and I moved it away because my husband kept walking on it because he's like on calls, pacing around the apartment and like just kept walking on it and it was getting in the way um, and it just wasn't working. And so as soon as I did that, I stopped having that mental jog of like, oh, you should do that. Like, and you can just do like a quick five or even 10 minutes. And so that's where I'm at. That's why I think it's really important to just have something that's not screaming at you. It's not saying, you know, guilt trip you into something, but just to say, you know, don't forget, you know, this is here, this is one of your goals, this is something that you're trying to work towards, how can we help you? So you've got that that visual trigger as much as anything else. So I'm going to see, you know, what that might look like. Um, if you've got ideas, shout. Maybe, I don't know, it could, I guess it could be something as little as a fridge magnet or getting a postcard. Um, but I'm going to explore that because I feel quite strongly that that should be a, an important part of it. And then alongside that trying to become like an sms uh, and content flow expert so i guess you know that piece of it comes down to a few different things which is like what content is going to be the most important you know what are the different personas or, or challenges i think people are going to have and, and what type of tools and resources would be useful for them and then how can i actually get that out into their hands as in a streamlined way as possible like so some of it can be automated um, but some of it, you know, I think it's going to be live me responding and finding something suitable to send. And I think as an MVP, that's okay. But like I said, because I'm trying to get around 20 people to do this, I don't want to disappoint either. So if I suddenly send out messages, and maybe I should stagger them, actually, just in case this happens. So rather than everybody getting the message at the same time saying, how are you feeling? Um, I stagger them so that I can sort of try to manage the responses especially if I do need to try and research something to get back to you um yeah I should take a note of that that's that probably a sensible thing to do but yeah so how can I manage that and make sure that you get something that's that's relevant so yeah that's that's where I'm at I'm now going to sort of really solidify what this prototype is going to look like what I need the MVP to do and to build and then to go and build it and one of the guys on the day one program that I did, um, he's in my pod and he was like, actually, I used to do a load of SMS marketing, so I'm happy to talk to you. So I'm gonna reach out to, to him and um, I'll, I'll, I'll name check you, thanks Skippy. I, I, I appreciated that. I was like, should I keep you anonymous? And I was like, no, I want I want the world to know that you, you offered to help, so thank you for, um, yeah, a big thank you to, to everybody in the pod for, for working through some some thoughts I had yesterday around that and yeah so now that's what I'm going to do I am going to come back out of this privacy booth I'm going to sit down I'm going to finish off this uh, workflow which I'm building that all out in Canva as well so that I've got a record of it like a product roadmap 
so that I can see, okay, this is where I want to start, this is where I'm going to end. And then I've actually got something that I can present to people. So that's, you know, another useful template that I found there. And I think that will keep me honest as well. So that if I do start deviating, but, you know, hopefully, you know, very valid customer research reasons, I at least consciously know where I've pivoted from. Um, so, so that's the plan. Um, and I don't think I mentioned already, but like one of the real sort of unblocking points for me around this MVP came from watching a Y Combinator video yesterday. And it was only a 13 minute video, but it just really helped like me get out of my head and trying to, to overcome all of these what ifs. And it just really reminded me that like it doesn't have to be perfect and you should be embarrassed. And like if the professionals, so to speak, are telling you, then like why on earth are you trying to make it hard of yourself? Like just stop it. Just stop it. And if nothing else, you can just say, you know, they told me to just you know, if there's a process and a system, trust the process, trust the system, like don't go second guessing it. So that's what I'm doing. I will post that uh, video link because that was definitely useful. And um, yeah, and I'll let you know how it all goes. And as soon as I can share the pitch deck with you too, I will do that. So have a great week, everybody, and see you same time next week. Thanks, bye.